Meet the celebrities on your radio station. The Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Elisa Ilana Jewelry. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. Well, he's a Southern rock legend, a member of the Grand Old Opry with multi-platinum success, not to mention a Grammy and CMA awards to his name. In his 50-year career, he's had hits on the country, rock, Christian, and pop charts. But you know Charlie Daniels most for his timeless hit, The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Now on the road as much as ever, Charlie has a soft spot for the U.S. military, kids in need, and up-and-coming music artists. An icon in every sense of the word. A southern rock groove, Charlie Daniels, a legendary dude, Charlie Daniels. Welcome to the show, Charlie. Wow, I've never been here to do something like before. Thank you, ladies. That was great. Ah, thank thank you. you. You're absolutely welcome. We're really happy to have you on. Now, you are one busy guy, a full-on tour, appearances everywhere, books, and you've even got an app. Yeah, well, I, you know, you know, my son just dragged me kicking and screaming into every kind of technology I've gotten involved in the last few years. Okay. And, uh, you know, I am not a technical sort of person. I took a couple of years to type it in high school so I can get around the keyboard. Okay. But he wanted to put an app up. He wanted me to get on Twitter. Anyway, <laughs> I'm glad I did. I'm glad we got the app and all that stuff. Yeah, me too. Okay, now the devil went down to Georgia. That song catapulted you to worldwide success. So what inspired the song? Well, we were doing an album called Me and My Reflections. Okay. We had rehearsed songs, and we're going in the studio. In fact, we were in the studio and came to the grand conclusion we did not have a fiddle song. Okay. So we said, you know, we, we need to do a fiddle song. So we took a couple of days break, moved the equipment out, out of the recording studio into a rehearsal studio, and I had this idea that we went down to Georgia. Okay. I don't know where it came from, or it, it came from somewhere, and we just started building on it, and the band started playing this, and the drummer started playing that, and Taz came up with that da 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 Okay. And from there on, it was just, I went over and sat down and wrote the lyrics to it, uh-huh. and went to recorded it, and had no idea it was going to turn out to be what it turned out to be. Wow. But it really was a collaborative effort between all the guys. Yeah, well, I actually, well, yeah, well, as far as the instrumental part of it was concerned. Okay. Uh, I wrote the lyrics and had the idea and all, but yeah, but at that time, I liked to work with the band so I could hear the music as I was writing okay. the song. So okay. we brought them in and we did it, you know? Wow. When you look back, why do you think that song has endured? I think probably because of the novelty aspect of it. I think it's a story people, you know, never get tired of hearing about right. good winning out over evil. And mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a story song. It's a song that appeals to different demographics, young demographics, the little kids like that one. Mm-hmm. Five and six and seven year old kids like it. They can understand it. Right. Uh, I think the fiddle. It's probably got something to do with it. Yeah. It's, a, you know, my old messy fiddle style that uh, <laughs> works for me. They don't work for me. I have kids ask me about playing fiddle. I said, don't look at me. I do everything wrong. I hold the bow wrong. I hold the fiddle wrong. I do everything wrong. I literally do. And uh, Well, that must be the way to do it, though. <laughs> well, it works for me. It works for me, but uh-huh. it'll probably not work for somebody else. It would terrify a violin teacher for a kid to walk in there and do what I do, you know. <laughs> well, you know, other bands have covered... The Devil Went Down to Georgia. There's a heavy metal version, there's a hip-hop version, a Muppet version, and there's even a version in Guitar Hero 3, but you objected to that one, right? 
I didn't object to having it on there, but I objected to the way it was presented. I had no idea we were going to do it that way at the time. It was okay. like, I never let the devil win. Mm-hmm. The devil ain't got a shot in my song. You can listen to it a million times, and every time he loses, right. that one made it possible for him to win. And plus, the way it was presented, uh, I, there really is a devil. There really is a hell. There mm-hmm. really is evil on earth, and he is the cause of it. And you know, I don't belittle that that part of it. I'm a Christian. I do not belittle that part of it at all, and don't want anybody to think that I do by the song. Right. And to me, it was just kind of a frivolous against the grain of the intention of the song, in a way. Absolutely. Uh-huh. You couldn't say it better myself, darling. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay, now talk about how you got started in music, Charlie. Uh, I had a friend that knew a few chords on a guitar, and I got him to show them to me when I was about 14 years old, and okay. we started and just kept on and kept on and kept on and tried to take advantage of every opportunity that came my way and moved to Nashville in 67 and uh, wrote songs and played sessions and played nightclubs and did whatever I could do. Uh, I got off a recording contract in 1971, and, you know, it took a while to get something going, but we finally, you know, about 73, we had Uneasy Rider, 74, we had Fire on the Mount. Okay. 79, we had Me and Miles Reflections, which had that one out of Georgia on it. Okay. We're still out here doing it. Yeah, awesome. Now, early on, you had a song recorded by Elvis. Yeah, it hurts me, 1963. Okay, and then you've played with the Marshall Tucker Band, Hank Williams Jr. What were those gigs like? Oh, well, I played on their records, actually. I played on Family Reunion with Hank. Uh, I played on 24 Hours at a Time, and I played... A lot of fiddle on Marshall Tucker albums back today. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now you've seen a lot of changes in the music scene over the last 50 years that you've been in the business. So has your music been categorized in different genres through the years? Well, people have tried to categorize it, but I mean, if you come to CDB show, you're going to hear country, you're going to hear gospel and blues and jazz and bluegrass and, you know, rock. Uh, we play some of all of it. We cross all of the lines of original American music. We play some of all of it. So I call it American music, and uh-huh. whatever people want to call it, I don't object to whatever they call it, but I don't call it anything in particular, CDB music. You kind of let other people define it. Basically, right. you put it out there, let them figure out them where it should go. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> well, we're talking with Southern rock legend Charlie Daniels. And when we come back, he's going to talk about the changes he's seen in the music industry, some marriage tips, and he also talks what he's most thankful for. You've got it locked here on the Mulberry Lane Show. It's our best of country show today. Back with more from Charlie. The devil went down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind because he was way behind and he was willing to make a deal. When he came across this young man sewing on a fiddle and playing it hot, and the devil jumped up on a hickory stump and said, boy, let me tell you what. I guess you didn't know it, but I'm a fiddle player too. And if you'd care to take a dare, I'll make a bet with you. Now you play pretty good fiddle, boy, but give the devil his due. I bet a fiddle of gold against your soul because I think I'm better than you. The boy said- 